Uh, the open enrollment period for Medicare is underway. It goes through December 7th this year. So we thought this is a good time to give some information uh, to our viewers if you are impacted or going to be impacted in the very near future. So Heather Hurd is joining us from Blue Cross Blue Shield of Massachusetts. She is a senior plan consultant to talk a little bit more about uh, what this means for you. So Heather, thanks so much for spending some time with us. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, this is an exciting time for people who are already on Medicare. The open enrollment period is every year from October 15th to December 7th. This is when people who have Medicare and who have purchased private additional Medicare plans, they can change their plans. So it's the general time period when they can look around and see what's available, what's new, and they can change their plans. Now, people who are not yet on Medicare, they're, you know, we we call them aging into Medicare, they're turning 65, they can uh, sign up for Medicare any time of the year when they you know, become first eligible at age 65, or if they work beyond age 65 when they drop that employer coverage. And then when that's called the initial eligibility, they can sign up for plans as well. So this time of year affects everybody already on Medicare, and then people turning 65 and aging into Medicare can choose plans all year round as they become eligible. So let's start with the basics, Heather, if that's okay. Um, what is Medicare? So Medicare is health insurance provided by the federal government. It has been around since 1965. It's made of parts A and B of Medicare. And A is free for most people. Part B has a monthly premium. When people are on Medicare, they're on there as individuals. So, you know, sometimes when you're working, you have a two-person plan. When you're on Medicare, you're on there alone. And each person is paying a Part B premium to Medicare. And that covers outpatient and doctor care. And currently in 2023, Part B's premium is $164.90 for most people. But Medicare just announced the premium for 2024. So that'll be $174.70 per person per month. So Medicare is federal coverage. It covers people age 65 and older, and some people who are maybe younger, but they've been covered for disability after two years or on the 25th month of disability coverage, they may be eligible for Medicare. Does someone have to have Medicare? Well, um, so when people, people are eligible for Medicare at age 65, um, and if they're not working, they should sign up for Medicare because they don't have any insurance coverage usually, or if they have other coverage they're buying, um, they want to go on to Medicare when they're first eligible, A and B. And you sign up through Social Security and you can do that up to three months before your birthday month. But some people will delay going on to Medicare. These are the people who don't have to take Medicare at 65, people who continue to work and they have an active employer plan and that company has 20 employees or more. Or um, they might not be working, the person turning 65, but they're covered by their spouse's active employer plan. So that's when people can delay going on to Medicare. If they have active employer coverage, the company has 20 employees or more. If they don't have that kind of coverage, let's say they've bought a direct pay plan, they should go on to Medicare. Or they're working at a very small company or they're self-employed, they should go on to Medicare. And the reason is Part B 
that's the part that they pay the premium for, for outpatient and doctor care, that can have a late enrollment penalty if people don't sign up at the right time. The penalty, people are exempted from it if they have an employer plan with 20 employees or more, but that's the only reason they would be exempt from the penalty. Right. And as I understand, there can be a significant penalty and it's it's continuous, correct? Yes, it's 10% for every year or every 12 months that someone delays. So it's 10% of that year's premium, but that amount is assessed and it's added on to the premium that someone pays when they finally go on to Medicare. They pay that penalty monthly forever. Right. So what, uh, Heather, does Medicare cover? What What does it provide? So Part A is inpatient coverage, paying for hospital room and board, skilled nursing coverage. So if someone's in a facility, they're being covered by Medicare Part A. And there's a hospital deductible and then cost sharing after um, a long stay, day 60. And that deductible is $1,600 this year. Skilled nursing, people have that coverage after a three-day hospital stay. Um, 20 days Medicare pays for, but after that, Uh, people pay a daily rate up to day 100 if they're in a skilled nursing facility. Medicare Part B is paying for outpatient and doctor care. And that is basically an 80-20 plan. There is a deductible in the beginning of the year for outpatient and doctor services. Um, It's 240 next year. It's 226 this year. So Medicare sets these amounts and it can change every year. So someone has to satisfy that deductible. And then for the rest of the year, Part B is covered at 80% uh, Part B services. And the person on Medicare is getting a bill at home for 20% of uh, those outpatient and doctor services. So this is what kind of drives people to look at other coverage and other private Medicare plans, the deductibles and the coinsurance. And Medicare doesn't pay for a lot of preventive services. It also doesn't pay for outpatient prescriptions. So when people want to pick up their medication at the local pharmacy, original Medicare doesn't cover that. They have to have what are called Part D benefits. Right. Now, this is where we get into um, the supplemental plans, right? So we talk about covering that 20% that Medicare does not cover. Sure. So once someone is on Medicare from the federal government, they have Medicare coverage. But as I said, Medicare doesn't pay for a lot of preventive services or outpatient prescription drugs. And Medicare has those deductibles and coinsurance. So a lot of people decide to buy additional private Medicare plans to go together with Medicare. You buy these from private insurance companies. In our market where we live in Massachusetts, there are primarily two pathways, if you will, that people can decide to go down to buy other coverage. So one way is to add something called a Medicare supplement onto original Medicare. These are also referred to as Medigap plans. These plans are secondary coverage to Medicare, and they just pick up Medicare balances. But Medicare is still primary, so people who buy a supplement can still see any Medicare provider anywhere, and that supplement is just paying Medicare's balance, and they they never have co-pays, and they don't need referrals. Supplements do not provide Part D prescription drug coverage, however, so if people buy a supplement, they have to buy a standalone Medicare Part D plan from a private insurance company. 
The other pathway people choose to go down is to buy an all-in-one plan called a Medicare Advantage plan. This is a plan that is usually sold as an HMO or a PPO type of plan, and it takes over and becomes the primary coverage while the person enrolls onto that plan. It provides all of the original Medicare benefits. It provides a lot of extra benefits. This, this is what people tend to look for. Lower premiums between zero and $100 usually a month to have an Advantage plan. And then a lot of extras, things like preventive dental, preventive vision, money towards glasses, fitness benefits, over-the-counter benefits. So there's a lot of extras and the drug coverage which is Part D benefits, is usually included in that Advantage plan. So all on one card, you show that one card wherever you go when you have an Advantage plan and you have all your benefits. So Advantage plans are usually a lower premium than doing the supplement and the separate Part D. But people have out-of-pocket costs as they go for services, so they need to be aware of the out-of-pocket cost sharing. So a supplement might cost a little more money but the out-of-pocket costs are more fixed, very predictable. In fact, there's one supplement we have in our market that has zero out-of-pocket costs after Medicare. And as I understand it also, with uh, with Advantage plans, you need to be sure that your physician is within their network um, and there's there are some other um, considerations before you make that decision. Yes, when someone signs up on a Medicare Advantage plan, uh, that plan has contracted with a network of providers, it's usually Medicare HMO providers or Medicare PPO providers, and they need to be mindful of the provider network. Um, so uh, PPO plans will give people in and out of network benefits, but HMO plans usually are network-based. People have to be in the network and they need referrals usually from their primary care provider to see specialists. Right. If Heather, someone decides to go with an Advantage plan, does that mm -hmm. negate them from choosing Medicare in the future? Well, they have to have Medicare A and B to be able to buy an Advantage plan. So oh, okay. they have to keep paying that Part B premium to the federal government, and they have to pay a premium to their Advantage plan if they're on an Advantage plan. Um, so they're not going to use original Medicare um, benefits. If they show that Medicare card, Medicare won't pay the claim. The Medicare is funding that Advantage plan to become the primary coverage. But let's say the person decides uh, during Medicare open enrollment right now, maybe they have an Advantage plan and they decide, I don't want to be on Advantage plan anymore. Once they disenroll, they go right back onto original Medicare. And then they can pick up a supplement and a separate Part D plan if they want to. So they okay. can do that during Medicare open enrollment. They can also do that from January 1 to March 31, which is called the Medicare Advantage enrollment period. Oh, all right. Okay. So just see if I have this right now. Um, so if you choose uh, Medicare Parts A and B, um, along with the prescription drug plan, you'll have three separate bills to pay every month. Is that right? If you enroll onto original Medicare, that's the starting point. People have to have Medicare. Part B, that premium you pay to the federal government. It can come out of your social security check if you're collecting. If you're not collecting, Medicare will bill you 
okay. bill someone for that Part B premium. The supplemental plans people buy from a private carrier, like Blue Cross and Blue Shield, we have the supplements. We call our plans medics. So people will pay us that premium. Okay. The Part D plans they'll buy from another private insurance carrier. It could be the same company or a different company. They'll okay. pay a premium for that plan. So three premiums being paid in that arrangement. If they do the Medicare Advantage that includes drug coverage, they're only paying two premiums, Part B to the federal government and the premium, if there is one, to the insurance carrier that sold them the Advantage plan. Okay. It's a <laughs> it's, lot, can, right? That's a, well, a lot. Yeah. And, and, and people first coming into it, you can understand their, their uh, I guess, hesitancy, uh, not knowing what to do. But there is uh, a program uh, called the Shine Program that is an expert in, in helping folks navigate this, right? Yes, we have wonderful resources in Massachusetts, and we have an excellent program called SHINE. That is an acronym. It stands for Serving Health Information Needs of Everyone on Medicare. SHINE counselors, I believe that's under the um, Office of Elder Affairs, run under that office. SHINE counselors um, are available at most senior centers throughout in every community in Massachusetts. And if there isn't a SHINE counselor, for example, in maybe a, a smaller town, there's one that probably comes from another town. People can make appointments with Shine and they that that Shine counselor will sit down with them one on one or talk with them on the phone one on one, however they do it, and help them navigate the right Medicare plan for them. So the starting point for people is to go onto Medicare when they're eligible. They do that with Social Security. But after that, it's up to the person to decide what kind of private plan they want. Do they want a higher premium with fixed out-of-pocket costs? Do they want very, you know, freedom of providers where they want to go? Do they like managed care? Do they like a primary care doctor coordinating things? Do they want lower premiums with more extra benefits? So the SHINE counselors will help them navigate this and make the choices. Um, people bring their prescription list to the SHINE counselors, their list of doctors, um, and there is an 800 toll-free number uh, for Shine as well. And if what my advice to people who are new to Medicare, let's say you're 64 and you are planning on retiring at 65, start early. I would say six months to a year is not too soon to start learning a little bit about this because if you take it on slowly, it's far less stressful than if you wait until like a month before you're going on to Medicare and then you're trying to sort through all these various plans. It's great advice because I've known people who have waited to the last minute and it gets very stressful. So yeah, definitely start early for sure. Is there anything uh, new in Medicare this year that folks should be aware of? Well, um, so the Inflation Reduction Act that was passed by Congress last year um, made some changes to the Part D coverage for people on Medicare. People who are taking insulins will now, because of that law that was passed, never pay more than $35 co-payments for their insulins. So that took effect on January 1 of 2023. And Medicare Part D is a very sophisticated benefit, much different than the drug coverage through our employer plans, where we just pay copays. Part D is regulated by Medicare. It has an initial amount of coverage. If your drug costs exceed that initial coverage, you go into something called the coverage gap. They used to call it the donut hole 
people buy their medicines there, but they are there are discounted prices in that gap. And then for people with the highest cost medications, um, there's a catastrophic level of protection. Now, in the past, the catastrophic coverage was always still a cost share to the member, either a copay or 5% of the drug cost. But in 2024, what's new is if someone reaches catastrophic coverage, they don't pay any more for the rest of the year now. They pay nothing towards their medications. And Part D resets every January 1st, and that initial amount of coverage is set by Medicare. Um, in 2024, that's $5,030. This is how much people have to spend on their medication. Next year, all of 2024, people have 5,030. So that should give people an idea what their coverage will be like if they you know, are trying to figure it out. They can ask the pharmacy, what do my medications actually cost? And they can you know, do an estimate. And one thing about Part D that's very important Part D is not mandatory, but Medicare wants everyone to have a drug benefit, creditable drug coverage is what they call it, when you are first eligible. So people who keep working and have employer coverage with drug coverage, they usually don't have to worry about buying Part D until they let go of that employer plan. But people who go on to Medicare and they don't have other creditable drug coverage, if they don't buy a Part D plan, there's a late enrollment penalty for that as well. Okay. And it's being assessed monthly. And someday when they go and buy a Part D plan, it'll be totaled up and added to their plan premium monthly forever. So Part D, I meet a lot of people who say that's, you know, I don't take medications. I don't want to buy a Part D plan. There are very low cost Part D plans in the market. So I always suggest to people maybe take a look at those and pay a low premium just to avoid that penalty accumulating. Okay, great piece of advice. It's also, I guess it's hard to know, obviously we don't know what our future health needs will be, right? I mean, right at 65, you may be healthy and don't take a lot of prescriptions and, and everything is fine, but you don't know what the future holds. That's right. And you know, people on Medicare are making decisions for one year at a time. So every year during the fall open enrollment, which is right now, October 15th to December 7th, people who are already on Medicare are reevaluating their plans because as you just said, your health can change. Your need to see medical providers can change. Your list of prescriptions can change. Um, and the plans can also change a little bit. You signed up on a plan perhaps that three years in a row was perfect and now they've changed the plan in a way you don't like it. The premium's gone up or, you know, so there's some deductible on the pharmacy coverage that you didn't have to pay before. So this is where people look around and see what's available. So every year you people can do that. And if anyone's interested in what Blue Cross and Blue Shield has to offer, we have supplements, we have Advantage plans, we have Part D drug plans, it's really easy to get the information on our plans. We have public hotel seminars. We have Zoom webinars and we present all our plans. Um, all the information is on our website. We have pre-recorded Zoom webinars explaining our plans. We have other videos and web tutorials. So it's, and, and, and other carriers do as well. So it's a great way for people to learn about the various plans. 
Sure. And uh, you mentioned the Shine program here in Quincy. Uh, they're there weekly at uh, the Kennedy Center here in Quincy, which is mm -hmm. um, the uh, senior center uh, through the uh, Council on Aging here in Quincy. But uh, as you mentioned, every yes. community has has uh, uh, some type of a, a center where folks can get more information about that. Yes, the Shine counselors are very busy during open enrollment. So uh, if people are trying to get an appointment and there's a long wait, they could try in other communities. Um, they could also call the toll-free Shine number that's on the state, you know, the statewide 800 number if they just have a few questions. Sure. Anything else we should let folks know about right now, Heather? Uh, I think we've covered it. Um, so if people are on Medicare now, they can make changes up till December 7th. If they're on Advantage plans, they have another opportunity, January 1 to March 31. And as people are approaching Medicare eligibility, turning 65, they sign up for Medicare with Social Security. They can do so three months prior to the month of their their birthday for and uh, up to three months after as well. And I would just... Uh, let people know there's a lot of help out there for you. Don't wait till the last minute, you know, come to a sales seminar offered by an insurance plan and you'll just learn about Medicare and the different plans or, you know, attend them on zoom if that's more convenient. Great. Really appreciate the opportunity to, to talk to you today and get some information out there uh, for our viewers. And uh, thanks again for, for talking with us. Thank you so much for having us for having Blue Cross and Blue Shield and having me. Thank you. You're very welcome.